Hello, everybody, and welcome to Part of Me Podcast, created and hosted by me, Jamie Reynolds, where I will be providing techniques and guidance on starting, maintaining, and measuring your plan to fulfill those desired goals in your life. If you are ready to start achieving your goals, join me every Sunday and stay tuned to the end of this episode. Make sure you visit my webpage for free printables. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome, welcome back. Full transparency, you can hear it. I have lost my voice. We are rain or shine, voice or no voice, we are going to get out this content. So if I'm giving you a little bit of ASMR, because I'm, I'm doing a lot of whispering, you know why. So bear with me, but I got some good stuff for you today. Last week, we had a special guest on with us, Keenan Reynolds, my husband, and we were talking about setting goals with your spouse. We had a fun time talking about the topic, answering questions, but really more importantly, being authentic and real. Setting goals with your spouse, let alone anyone, can be challenging. Everyone has a way that they want to accomplish the goal, attack the goal. There's many different perspectives when it comes into how a goal is going to be done. And what him and I touch on are the challenges that come to setting goals. But we also left you guys with some great tips on how you can make that goal setting process with your spouse just a little bit easier or a little bit more manageable. So make sure you check out that episode and I do give a full disclaimer in the very beginning. This is not a golden rule episode on if you apply these principles that we use within goal setting with one another, that everything is going to be perfectly fine because there is still challenging points um, and struggle pains that we deal with uh, when we are setting goals together. But we are giving you just from our perspective what works for us and what we have found benefit and gain from when utilizing the methods that we provide to you. So if you have the chance, definitely check it out. Uh, like I say, it's all, all things in the goal setting process, it's not limited to just your spouse or, you know, anything of that sort. It can expand beyond. It can be your business partner. It could be your colleagues. It could be your coworkers. So you just take what you need from that information and then you apply it on you know on what aspect or what front you need to apply it to if you've noticed the last few weeks we have been on some type of trend here and it's managing your goals or introducing your goals to someone or having someone involved in your goal setting process we are going to continue that extension into this week but also the way that you can interpret this material I'm going to give to you can be from the standpoint of communicating it with somebody else, but also communicating it and solidifying it with yourself. So this week's episode is going to be about part of me that is not clear on what I want. I personally think setting a goal is already hard enough because when you set a goal, there's a level of commitment that goes with that goal. Ultimately, you want to see that go through, right? 
which is why you have already pondered on all the different components that fall into setting this goal. What will it look like achieving this goal? It's a lot of energy that has already gone into putting this goal together. A true clear goal. What makes it more complicating is when I need to communicate that goal with someone else. This is what makes it complicated, right? Because you understand your goal. You understand the significance of it. You understand why it's something that needs to be done. You understand all these things about the goal. But when you have to introduce this goal to someone else, you you might go in there anxious, excited, or nervous. It's a number of, of feelings you can have. But you're going in there, you're hoping that this person understands what I'm thinking inside my head, that once I say it to them, it's an immediate snap and they understand 100% everything that I was thinking about. They they understand the emotions, right? They understand its immediate significance and benefits, right? So you're going in and hoping that, but there's other variables that fall into the whole communication cycle. If you ever done a communication class or course or a negotiation class or business, whatever, you've probably already been introduced to something called a communication cycle. And it tells you the entire process that's happening when you're communicating with somebody. And it and it's structured all the way down to as simple as a sentence coming from your mouth and it's going into someone else's ears, everything that's happening within that moment. So to give you an illustration of what this looks like, I want you to think of a cycle diagram. And it's just that circle diagram and you kind of see the arrows going to the next step or phase within the cycle. And at the top, we're going to start at the message medium. That's you. You're the person that is conveying this information. The next part of the step is going to be the decoding part of the step, right? So that's you sending out the information to the person and that person is internalizing it and they're trying to understand or comprehend the message that's being delivered to them. Now, this person is the receiver. Now, what has to be understood is while the message is being transmitted to this person, there can be some communication barriers that's standing in the way. There's quite a few of them, and we're, we're not going to get into those, but those communication barriers, it's what's blocking or that's going to disrupt how that person interprets the message that's being given to them. So now the person is generating the part called feedback. This is them taking in the information that you just gave them. They did some decoding and encoding and all that's just essentially how they are interpreting the message and all of that. And then they determine how they're going to respond to you based on what they heard or they think they heard because that's how they processed it. And then they're going to do a level of decoding and encoding. And again, those barriers that could be there for you. Now, they're communicating it back to you and you may say that it's not at all what I said or they only understood a portion of it. So they could be missing the big idea or they could be missing a key part in the steps that you just conveyed to them. Now, this can be frustrating because there's one more part to this and it's where the person understood the big idea. They understood the steps. They fully comprehended the message you was giving to them, but they don't necessarily agree with either the end goal or the steps to the process. Now, those can be your barriers. 
Now, that is a wider and broader aspect to the whole communication standpoint, because then you're also having to consider what background does this person have? What history do they have with whatever I am trying to relate to them? What are the calls for their reservation? So that's a little bit more in the weeds of things, but just looking at more of the general standpoint of it, sometimes the message was not broken down in a way of which that person can consume it. This is where we get to the part of me that's not clear on what you want. Have you ever given an idea to somebody and it was just way too much for them to digest within that that singular moment? Or maybe you communicated something to someone and their response is not the response you were hoping for. They look a little puzzled. It's because you're not giving enough information. So I'm going to give you three points on how you can approach a conversation to where you are communicating the exacts so that you can get what you want out of that conversation. And the want I am referring to is you were able to clearly state what you wanted and the message is not confusing. First things first, be clear and be exact. This conversation is to discuss us building a pot for the down payment for our new home. Two, provide the details. We are looking to move in the next six months. The down payment for a home will be this price range. The current interest rate in the market, in the area we are specifically looking in, is this. I have identified some lenders that have pretty good interest rate based on what we discussed was good for us. Three, come in with predetermined alternatives and substitutions. Now, when lining this up, you should already have determined your alternatives and your substitutions before entering into the conversation. However, this is something that is going to be honestly regulating through your mind during the midst of the conversation. And so predetermined alternatives and substitutions is what you are willing to accept and what you are not willing to accept. Now, just because you're working in a team setting does not mean you should not come in there with your own set of expectations and your own set of standards. Yes, I do think that you should be flexible and I do think there should be a level of compromising that should transpire, but I do not think that you should fully transition your goal or your vision because someone else was unable to understand what was being conveyed or because someone else is not truly on the bandwagon with it. Now, I understand that statement can be taken in many different directions. And so I'm gonna put clarification to it. Now, this starts out with you being realistic with yourself. If you are coming into the conversation, we're gonna stick with the example that we have here. But if you're coming into the conversation and you are saying that, your goal is for you guys to move within the next six months. Let's say that's something that you and that individual have already predetermined from prior conversations. And that individual says, well, I don't know about six months. I think it should be a year. You should always have questions. And the same way where they are 
hearing your message and seeking clarity from you, you have to come into the situation with the exact same mindset. Now, if this person puts up a very good point in the regards of why that timeline is not sustainable for you, that individual, that's that wiggle room. That, that's those alternative and substitutions that are maybe the negotiable part. But if that person is shooting down the idea without any type of logic or rationale behind their, their decision, do a little bit more probing, get to the root of the hesitation or full dismissal of the idea, because you may just get to the concluding point that that falls into your non-negotiable substitutions or alternatives to this conversation. Now, I want to be very clear on the response to the non-negotiable substitutions and alternatives. That does not mean you have to walk away from the goal with that person or turn into almighty and say, I'm going to do this by myself. I, I, we're, we're not projecting that. It may mean that the conversation for the goal should not happen in that moment. My husband and I told you in the prior episode, we have had goal conversations that have gotten heated before and we had to walk away for a few days and come back. And the tip that I gave And the reason for this is that if that person is not in the mindset that you are trying to get them to be in, if they are processing while trying to view it from your perspective, sometimes that's difficult. And sometimes it takes the person a little bit longer to be able to understand exactly what you're trying to convey. Now, I know that alone is a rabbit hole conversation because it now puts up the the what if this person is this or what if this is this person's personality. Now, understand that the individual I am referring to in these conversations is the individual that is willing to be approached with an idea for a goal for you and that individual as a team. For some people, you probably immediately was just like, oh, okay, well, you know, this episode's not for me. Well, that's not necessarily true. You have to make sure step one and step two are in order before you immediately jump to step three and try to respond. But all in all, The easiest thing that you can control in a situation is yourself. And so coming to a conversation, already having three strong guiding points in mind, you are putting yourself in a better position to be able to convey your message and truly understanding what you want out of the situation and the true root, the true goal you're targeting. All right. So gave you a lot of information to digest and I hope it was in fact helpful. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. And as always, thank you so much for being part of me. 